Mike Douglas is Michigan's retirement coach. And I'm Heather Branch here with Mike to talk about what you can be doing now to better prepare for your financial future, focusing on your retirement years, the goals you have for those years. Life plan, wealth, Dot com is where you can go to begin your conversation with Mike and his team about the goals that you have for your future. Again, it's lifeplanwealth.com. Something that you and I bonded over a long time ago was our love and appreciation for stand-up comedy. Yes. Have we talked about the one the one comedian as of late that I've been so happy to see rise and have been following his career since he just started out? Uh, Nate Bergazzi. Yes. He oh my gosh. Is the bomb dot com, y'all? So one of the most good. quotable people and most relatable people of so all time. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, I bought my husband tickets to see one of his shows that's several months out for as a birthday gift, but my husband's birthday is not till July 6th. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like praying, wishing, hoping that he doesn't see something on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, Nate's coming. Let's go see this show. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, happy birthday. <laughs> like hand him the email, you know? Yeah. He's so good. There's, there's so many things that he just talks about where it's like, it's all of us. Yeah. Which is and why it's so funny. And then you and your wife have to look at each other. You know, you, you have to say, just, oh my gosh, that's our lives. That's a daily basis. When he talks about their fight on chocolate milk, and I'm like, <laughs> we've had dumber conversations, uh-huh. but yet it's so good. It's so poignant. And he's got such a funny spin on it. And it's just a deadpan delivery. He does. Oh my gosh. It's it. so great. If you, if you haven't seen Nate Bergazzi, even if you don't necessarily follow stand up comedians that much, he's one to, one to he's watch. Good. And he keeps it clean. So he's family friendly, he which is always a nice thing. Some of my favorite comedians, they're, they're the cleanest, right? Because yeah. to not to be dirty or blue, as they call it, is so, is my opinion, that's easy. Like Brian Regan and Nate yes. Bergazzi, like that's, they're really naturally funny. They don't, they don't need a lot any of Jim Gaffigan stuff. stuff. Yes, all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, Okay, so somebody who's not necessarily been clean, <laughs> but still a beloved. Yes. I, I mean, I love Ron White. I think that he's, he's just, it's not safe for kids. He's got the other end of the spectrum. Right. Covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron White, comedian, he is in the midst of enjoying his first full year of retirement. The Blue Collar Comedy Tour alum, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour is infamous amongst comic fans. He now lives in Austin, Texas. So he was recently on another podcast, the Two Bears, One Cave podcast, and he was talking about how he still holds the door open to return to the comedy stage, I guess the touring life, in case he changes his mind on retirement. So here's what he said. It's been a great run, and I can certainly afford to retire and do whatever I want. And I won't quit doing stand-up. I'll keep doing stand-up. My plan is to quit making money at it. What a great plan. Because I want to keep my chops in case I change my mind. I love going down there and doing those short sets. And if you don't have to live in L.A. or New York to do that, then uh, it's a crazy opportunity to continue to do what I love. This is the perspective all retirees should have, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they should be staying engaged, uh-huh. just not employed. Right. And there's a difference. Right. The idea, though, he obviously has done a great job of thinking it through and retiring to something. Because like he says, he'll still go bust it up in clubs sometimes, and but he's just not touring. But he's leaving the door open. The idea of having that plan in place of what you're retiring to, that is a huge part of the conversation that you guys have with folks 
at the Life Plan Wealth offices. Yeah, when someone steps out of the workforce, it doesn't mean you're dead. It doesn't mean you're out of life. It just means that now you have a lot more free time to figure out what to do with it. So mm-hmm. what he's doing, what's interesting is that now being in Austin, Texas used to mean you weren't close to the comedy scene, but now actually there's this big revival booming, and big yeah. resurgence. Um, you know, Joe Rogan built this the comedy it was the mothership. Mm-hmm. And so they call it the comedy mothership. And all of these artists are now coming in there. These professional comedians are coming in and doing their work together mm-hmm. in a very calm, relaxed setting just to keep it up because it's like having a club of friends you want to go golfing with, or yep. you want to go, you know, boating with or fishing with, or, you know, a knitting club or, or, or whatever. It's just a group of people with like minds who just enjoy getting together. And so they get after it and they go compete and they have their craft that they're doing and it's all fun and games and what they do. And retirement's no different. You just want to step into a new phase of life. What do you do now that you have the money and the time, but no schedule? How do you build that out? Because you don't want to be bored. You don't want to be collecting dust. You want to be doing these things where you say, well, one of these days, because all these years we've been waiting so we would be retired. Mm-hmm. And then now that we're retired, we say, what do we do with it? Mm-hmm. So finding that space where you're engaged and involved, finding a purpose, becoming uh, generous with your time, maybe, you know, donate time. Some people really find purpose in charity and, and giving back to their community. Other times it's, I've got these kids and grandkids and now that eats up my time. I had someone we were just talking to the other day and as they came in, they said, well, what are you doing after this? Well, we're going to go to track meet because our grandkids got a track meet. Yeah. And I said, well, that's three days a week. They're doing the grandkids events. So really a lot of their time gets eaten up with those things or just, you know, you get some good weather and you're going to start gardening or walking or doing whatever. It's really just about finding that purpose and finding out what this phase of life holds for you and finding a way to make it productive because you have this window where the day you retire is the healthiest you'll probably be the rest of your life Mm -hmm. outside of really engaging in some intense pickleball. It's probably (laughs) the most healthy you'll ever be. Mm -hmm. So use that, use the legs, use the body, keep yourself moving and healthy, find something that's productive that really engages with you. Maybe it's cooking, you know, maybe it's reading, whatever it is, there's something that you can do to keep yourself mentally and physically engaged that will prolong your life. It'll give some depth to your life. And it really, it's man, I've been working all these years. What could I do when we're working? I got a list a mile long of things I'd like to be doing mm-hmm. for free and in my free time. And then you get retired and you say, what was that list again? You know, what was, <laughs> what were all those things? Mm-hmm. So unless you retire and you come home to a honeydew list, you got to figure some things out for yourself of what you want to do. I think that this conversation though, about what are you retiring to? It's just one of the big differences that comes to mind when I think about even somebody that might have worked with a financial advisor previously during their working years, during that growth phase of life, how, and maybe you like that financial advisor, but the different mindset that's involved when it comes to a financial advisor who's also a retirement planner. And that's the difference between the services you provide there in your office. Yeah, I think one of the challenges is when you're just talking to someone from an 800 number, you know, you call Fidelity, you call Vanguard, you call whomever, they don't know you. They're just on the other end of an 800 number and you're an account number. And so when you do that, they're not there to have those conversations or to give the difficult conversations or the good conversations. They're there to give some advice. And so what we do with people as they come in, you start with the end in mind. Because we a lot of times we say, well, I have this much money and based on rates of return and risk and taxes, what can I afford to do? Well, that's the wrong. You, you don't let the tail wag the dog. Okay. So instead what we do is we say, what do we want life to look like? Well, I want a snowbird. I want to travel. I want to do all these things. Okay, well, then that's going to require your money to do certain things. And here's how we build a plan around saying yes, not a plan that says, are we able to say yes or is it another no? So the market pulled back 20% last year. Does that mean today, this year's a no? 
It doesn't have to be. You build a plan around the life you want to live. And so when people come in, we sit them down all the time and say, hey, what should things look like moving forward? How do we build for that? And a lot of times we'll say, just go to our website because on our website, we have a spot on there that says, where are you on your retirement journey? And so you click on the spot where you are. Are you in your career? Are you near retirement? Are you in retirement? And you click on the button. It gives you this little test that goes through to help us understand where you're starting from. And then we build out plans from there. So if people go to lifeplanwealth.com, there's a quiz right there in the middle. It says, where are you on your journey? You click on that and it starts the process of the conversation. So we understand where you're coming from. All good information to know. Resources for you to look up. Again, lifeplanwealth.com is that website to begin that conversation while you're thinking about the goals that you have for the years ahead because you are lying to me and everybody else if you have not daydreamed at least a little <laughs> bit in your lifetime about how you plan to spend your retirement. I'd rather be fishing. It's a famous poem. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> So what I love is a recent poll that actually found how 70% of Americans are planning to, and I quote, have more fun. Yeah, we're yeah. going to spend more freely. We earn that money. We're going to take it. We're going to spend it on some stuff over the next 10 years. 70% of Americans have goals to spend. Now, it says also instead of saving, which has me a little worried. It's like, all right, everybody, let's let's be careful. Let's think this through and have the right plan in place. At the top of this list of what we want to spend on, though, and I get this completely, is the idea of traveling. Mike, you and I both have wanderlust embedded in us. Mm-hmm. Nearly half of people plan to do more traveling, including many retirees. So thinking about that, not just the travel dream, but all the dreams that we have daydreamed about during our working years. How do you factor that in? How does that conversation begin as far as accommodating the dreams we have for our retirement and working that into our plan? Well, again, there's an end picture, but then there's also these steps and milestones we get along the way. So when we say we want to travel, that's a broad term because some people say, well, travel, what does that mean? Well, I want to go up north to the cottage or I want to go hit the Great Lakes or I want to do this, that. Other people say, well, travel means there's seven continents and I'd like to see them all. Mm -hmm. It's a different plan. Mm -hmm. And so depending on what your life has looked like determines what you want your retirement life to look like. If you've already done a bunch of traveling, Maybe you're more about staying home and being with family. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got someone who say, you know what, I'm a, a widow or I've been through these things, it shapes your experiences. Yeah. And so when you figure those things out, you say, all right, based on that, we need to build a plan that accommodates it. But like you said, the saving element is part of it, though. We can't burn it all. But we also don't want to die with more money than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So there's this weird law of diminishing returns. Like we got to find the sweet spot where okay. I'm spending appropriately but I'm also saving appropriately. I want to make sure I'm doing all the things I do, but if the market's bad for a year, we don't want to say no to life. We just want to be wise. What if we go into a recession that's not six months, but it's four years? What if inflation stays high for three or four years? What if life doesn't go right back to normal after a pandemic? What if things shift for a while and how do we build it? A lot of clients, they had their travel plans just canceled on them Mm, in 2020. Yeah. And so now more than ever, they're like, I know, I was you know, thinking, this forget is, the saving. I'm doing this now. This result is 100% at the expense of 2020. Please continue. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're saying, forget waiting. I, I have to do it now because it turns out it can be taken away like that. Yep. And so I'm not going to wait for anybody. I'm not going to leave it up to anybody. I'm keeping control in my own hands. And retirement should be that. It should be bringing back control. You finally got control of your schedule. Take control of your finances, take control of your investments, take control of the plan, and make sure that it's comprehensive. It's not just a one-off, well, as long as I make 6% and only take out 4%, I should be okay. Well, that makes sense unless inflation's 6% and unless the market drops 20%. And so a lot of those things are moving targets, and you need to make sure that the plan is built for, you know, we always say sunshine or rain. Uh, We want to look to the sunshine, but we want to plan for the rain. 
So just because it looks nice outside doesn't mean you don't have an umbrella in your car just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same way, your retirement plan needs to be built in a way that says, when the market's good, obviously we'll be fine. But when things are bad, how do we make sure we still renovate the kitchen when we planned on it? How do we make sure we still go on the traveling and do the things we wanted to do? So that's all part of building a successful plan. How do we do these things then? I mean, had things changed for how you approach this planning process in the work that you do when sitting down with somebody in your office? Well, we've always done this, but really more important now, I'm seeing more and more clients talk about the next five years. Okay. For a long time, we always talk longevity and you have to build for longevity. You have to make sure there's money to last because people are living longer and longer. Yeah. However, more and more, there's an urgency on, you know, there's a great phrase, the tyranny of the urgent, the things that grab us right now that are the most important. And that's very real to people. And you can't dismiss it. You can't ignore it. But you need to make sure that when you build plans out, you cover the things, you take the trips, you do the gifting, you do all the things you want to do. But it's built around a comprehensive thing. If things go bad, here's how we live. If things are good, here's how we play. And all these different pieces that go together. So that's been a big shift in our planning for the past couple of years is to hear more and more people that come in, whether they come in through you know TV, through the podcast, through our website, mm-hmm. the different areas where people come in. They're coming in with a similar question thought process where they say, I got to make sure we do these things and I'm not going to let something get away from us. The whole idea of having the right plan in place to ensure that those things happen. That is the bottom line. That is why Mike Douglas and his team come to work every single day. They are here to begin this conversation with you as well. Our website again, lifeplanwealth.com. If you go there, there is a button right there on the front page that says start your retirement roadmap today. You click on that, answer a few questions. Mike and his team will be in touch and you will be off on your way getting this plan put in place for yourself and your family. Again, you can get started today. Just visit lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NPA. PN number 9650939.